Writers have more stories to tell than those that are written on a page. Join me as I talk about my life, loves and inspiration behind my work so far and maybe even a sneak peek into stories yet to come. Hi, I'm Chris Tetrault-Blay and this is Dead Men Talk. And welcome to the very first episode of Dead Men Talk, the new weekly podcast brought to you by Dead Men Tales Publishing and myself, Chris Tetrault Blake. Um, for anyone who knows me, hi, thank you for, for listening. And anyone who doesn't, I'll start off by just introducing myself a little bit more. Um, the interesting stuff, the not so interesting stuff, just gives you a flavour of who I am, really, and why I'm deciding to um, to do a podcast. Um so I I am an author. I've uh, I've written mainly horror fiction. Uh, I only started writing back in 2013, 14, I think, when I first started to put things down on paper. Um, not really with the intention of of turning them into to anything, but notes in a in a notebook, just just way that I can get things down that were going through my head. I had no no direction, no. Um, no real ambition to become a an author of any kind um but uh yeah 2013-14 started writing a few short stories which came together as um into my first book i won't say go into too much detail at the moment because the whole purpose of the podcast is to eventually go through introduce you to my all, all my books um for anyone who not necessarily you needed to have read them um I won't be giving away plot lines necessarily. I won't be telling you what happens in every book, going into it in detail. But it's just trying to reach out to anyone who's who's read the books, who's interested in the reasons behind or the influences behind why I wrote them. Yeah, you know, little quirky little things that may have happened along the way that had given me these characters, plot twists, anything like that. Um, but anyone who hasn't read them, hopefully. Um, gives you more of a flavour of what I write about and why and maybe hopefully you might want to go away and um, have a sample at my uh, any of my books yourself afterwards not the aim I'm just thankful for anyone listening in really but um, yeah if you can reach out to any new readers that's that's a massive bonus as well um, so yeah I live uh, live in Newton Abbott in the south of Devon for anyone overseas um, Devon is one of the counties right in the southwest of England um lived down here for 15 years now moved down after leaving university with a degree in psychology and sociology again no idea really what I wanted to do with that I knew that I wanted to move down to Devon because I'd met my now my wife um back in year 2000 just after I left school so I knew that this is where I wanted to gravitate to from where I was born up in sort of the south southeast of England, in a town called Basingstoke. Um, so once I moved down here, really sort of settled, settled down into Devon life as much as I could. Um, had a pretty normal sort of work life. Um, worked in retail mainly to begin with. Uh, I loved being on the high street. Loved being in customer facing roles. I loved sort of seeing people, working with people. Um, it's gravitated over the years. I, I work currently. Uh, I work in the parcel industry. I've worked in logistics. That seems to be where my my main sort of uh, 
career talents lie. Um, but um, yeah, so I live Newton Abbott with my wife. Um, nearly 20 years we've been together now. I mustn't forget that one this year. Not that I forget any year, but uh, you know, the 20 years of being together is pretty special. It's our 10th wedding anniversary this year as well. So I've, uh, there'd be no excuses, no lockdown brain going on and forgetting these, these big dates this year. Um, we've been blessed with um, twin children six years ago, uh, Oscar and Lorelei. A little bit of a surprise when we knew we were we were getting twins. Even more of a surprise when they turned up nearly two months early. But um, wouldn't change my my life for the for anything really. So um, so I've got everything that a normal life really would expect of me. Um, you know, settled down, lovely family. You know, I've, um, in terms of what I wanted to do with my life creatively it never really came forward until like I say back in sort of 2013-14 when I decided I was gonna I didn't even decide to start writing I just decided trying my hand I was trying to write some song lyrics I taught myself guitar back when I was at uni um lofty heights lot of lofty ambitions of one day being in a band um yeah metal rock band doing the pub circuit in Devon that's uh, sort of where I wanted to be but um I was just uh, just sat there really uh, my my children I think were when I started actually writing things down they they weren't even around I think it was around the time that my wife found out she was pregnant um, that I really started to to get stuff down I wanted to start writing to put so that I had something to show them when they came into the world I was trying to write a diary basically of my journey from the moment I knew I was going to be a be a dad and um I th- my uh my plan was to write in it every day and then present it to him one day when they were old enough to read or to listen to me read and i um i would have a book something that i could show them tell them about what i was thinking about what my life was like when i found out that they were coming to us um didn't really work out like that i think i kept that up for about four or five days and then my mind started going elsewhere. I, um, I've, I've been a, a big fan of the horror genre, so horror video games, horror fiction. Not a massive reader, but horror fiction in the sense of um, you know movies, the stories that, that go onto screen, or you know in comic books and graphic novels, that kind of thing. The darker side of life. So I, I had these images through my through my mind that I was trying to turn into songs at the time, and then I decided actually there was too much story for me to put down into you know verses and you know three minute songs so I started to expand them I started to write a couple of uh, short stories um and like I mentioned they they kind of came together I had three of them on the go at once and I've, along the way I've found a common thread to bring them together into what would become my first book um but I just once I got the the, the writing bug when I decided I, I it was giving me something I was I was going through a little bit of a a rough patch with the usual anxieties and and things I not just sort of the, the worries of becoming a father but it was other things that were going on in my life at that time or you know over the years before finally came to a head and I kind of found myself in a place that I, I struggled to get back out of unless I was writing I think writing gave me a chance to create 
a a world that I could disappear into, even just for an hour a day. Um, and I had control of it. I, I, you know, the characters were there by my doing, and all the landscape was there by my doing. And I could make it whatever I wanted to. So that's where um, it became. It became a hobby. It came, became a regular form of therapy for me, I guess. Um, I had a routine. I I haven't got much of a writing routine now, but certainly when I started off, I I used my lunch breaks at work. I had an hour every day that I could walk to my car, just took my laptop with me, sit in my driver's seat. I'd write whatever came into my head, and I would always go back to these these stories that I was writing. I could always pick them up, you know, fluidly wherever I left them off, and that's that's kind of it. I I I went back into it as if I'd never left them the day before, and that's sort of when I first realised I guess that, that writing was something more for me it was more than a hobby it was giving me that solace I needed that sort of escape just for a little bit of the day to get away from from my normal routine and um, and yeah it, it was my wife really all along the way that, that pushed me to um, to carry it on um, I'll go over in more detail about sort of specific things that came that came about along the way because um, the main aim for the the podcast really you know why why create a podcast you know if you I've got I think over the years I think it's about five five novels in all I've written um, in the horror genre I've also written a couple of children's picture books so I'm spreading myself across every part of the spectrum pretty much but yeah why why create a podcast I discovered podcasts for myself only really in the last sort of year 18 months um, I know it's kind of exploded. The market's exploded since since then. There's so many podcasts for any interest that you've got, um, even you know professional wise. You know any whatever industry you're in, there's probably a podcast out there that you can find and listen to. Um, again, it gave me a, a chance to kind of. I found music for years was was a real um, comfort to me. Um, I would put it on to relax, to just drift away. It helped me write. I used to put on um, instrumental music by you know rock bands like Rainbow. Um, There's a couple of tracks of theirs in particular that I used to write to in the early days. Um, but eventually, when I discovered podcasts, particularly when I was driving, I do a lot of driving for my day job, and then I found it was it was giving me that same you know hearing somebody speak was was really soothing especially when they were talking about subjects that I was really interested in um I started off really the the big ones I got into was uh, was harking back to my my days as a professional wrestling fan when I was growing up so I I I found a few podcasts out there that that talked about what I call the glory days of the professional wrestling so the 80s 90s the stuff that I I grew up watching but what I was most interested in is is the backstories behind the events that happened you know obviously everybody knows that wrestling scripted and everything like that so I was under no illusion of that anyway but it was hearing the people in the industry talk about specific things that happened that I watched as a fan but the, the reasons and the stories behind those you know it's breaking down the fourth wall I suppose I really I really do enjoy getting behind the scenes with with things like that and that really forms the main reason behind my podcast firstly I 
I've had great fun as a, a guest on some podcasts as well. I've been interview guests by by a, a few, and it's a great way of connecting with other people, talking about your own work. Um, but I think you can do half an hour interviews with several podcasts you really answer the same questions every time which is brilliant and you really get to get to know get you know especially if you get on well with the, you got a great rapport with the person interviewing you but i found that there's actually there's a lot of little details little things that have come up that i'd like to talk about again this i call it the stories behind my stories you know there may be little things but hopefully out there somewhere there's someone who a bit like me could just tune in and they'll find something interesting in knowing how something came about. You know, they may have read one of my books, but then if they find out the little bits actually happened at the time that shaped certain scenes, certain characters, some, you know, plot twists, whatever it was, um, I I I know I would find that interesting. So I'm hoping there's people out there that would find this sort of as interesting as I would. So it's a way for me to talk about my work. It's a way for me to hopefully connect with other authors finally get to speak to people that i've been in contact with in the industry sort of since i i started out it's a great way of connecting with with people not only in the writing community but all around really readers you know anyone who you know down the line if i could um get to talk to people who have read my books who probably don't know me but you know just want to talk about what they felt what they thought about my work but also finding out what they enjoy you know um about what i've written or or um yeah anything like that really i mean just just sort of connecting with other people um but it's also just given me the platform to to tell my story not my life story but tell the stories behind my stories so the format that this will take that i've got in my mind is a weekly podcast um but each week will have a certain theme and to begin with I'll probably go through and um, go back to right where I started sort of the initial inspirations the initial reasons why I came up with why not in deciding to to write a novel but what inspired what went into those early chapters and that that first novel um, so each episode maybe one thing I absolutely love about podcasts especially particularly the the wrestling ones is that they can take they take a match or they take an event or something that's happened an incident and they'll do a deep dive they'll do one episode really sort of delving into that one subject so my aim along the way is to have episodes where I take one of my books and I sort of pull it apart a little bit but I sort of give you the background on on what was going on at the time brief outline of the story without giving too much away and just sort of you know have a, have a little bit of a, a, a look to, into that specific book something I've not really had the chance to do along the way uh, yet when I've been able to, to talk about my work um, but also I, I've uh, I'd like to get some interview guests on I've been talking to a few uh, a few people already who have agreed to be guests and just the, just the names that I've got I mean to me they might not be names that everybody knows but to me, they have played um, a vital role along the way in my journey as a writer, and I I cannot wait to to be able to get them on and actually talk to them. I mean, two of them, two out of the three so far, um, I've had dealings with uh, for quite some time, 
uh, while I've been a writer they've been very instrumental in in what I've uh, in, in the work that I've put out there and I've never actually spoken to them you know we connect on social media um, not every day probably weekly um, sometimes you know not even that but they, they've been there they're, they're big figures to me and it's, it'll be so much fun to get them on actually have, talk to them let you guys know more about them what they do not only what they've done for me but what they do you know what what other things they've done what they've written or um, not just authors um, so I've got, I won't give too much away but yeah so it'll be a mixture of, of sort of deep dive episodes into uh, into a particular book that I've written and and what went into writing that book and and sort of guest spots and everything as well so I'll try and keep it light I'll try and keep it fun um, I'm hoping it won't be too too intense too important you know too boring um, I'll mix it up a little bit so as we go along but uh, but really um, if I can take a moment just to kind of introduce the concept of Dead Men's Tales publishing and how that came about because I haven't dedicated an episode in my plan to that um, so Dead Men's Tales is um, a publishing company that I founded last year in 2019 um, I've got books published at the moment with two other established publishing houses um, and I've, I've done a bit of self-publishing back in the early days and I actually really enjoyed having the having just a, a little element of, of control over how something looked how it was going out there what I could do with it I love being with publishers because they do so much to help you publicize your work put it together you know the the, the writing the book probably in that sense is the easy part for me because then I can hand it over to someone and it's exciting for me because they then get to they they get to smarten it up they then come back with cover ideas and that's a really exciting point I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover but actually seeing that's sort of the crowning point for me is when you see the cover and what it's going to look like and what people will see to try and lure them into buying your book um, so the work that the publishers put in you know, it's unparalleled and I'm so grateful to uh, to I'll give them a shout out Britain's Next Best Seller um, David McCaffrey and Kelly McCaffrey um, they've done a wonderful job with re-releasing my first two books um, so my trilogy that I wrote uh, the Wildermore Apocalypse trilogy they were the first that was the, the, the first three novels that I wrote and released and um, they were released under another publisher um, a few years ago sort of between 2015-2017 um, I then decided to move away from that publisher and um, I've gone with Britain's Next Bestseller to re-release them and they re-released two of the three so far and I'm, I'm so happy with how they look um, you know how they've been received and it's it's hard cracking the, the horror genre it's a very niche genre there isn't a massive audience out there that's kind of waiting for titles to drop but when you find people who are very into that genre that that kind of, that mine didn't I, I hope it doesn't just sit in the horror genre I like to think it's a supernatural sort of thrillers as well but any sort of fans of anything like that when they do find a book they love they they love it they uh, they rave about it and sort of the dream I think for me is to find more people along those lines that think along those lines that, that appreciate um, books in, in the darker side of fiction um, but what Britain's Next Bestseller have done with those books uh, is fantastic. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with the third one. We haven't got a date yet for when the final part will be re-released. Um, obviously, things have been thrown into a little bit of chaos at the moment in the world. But um, 
I know when it comes it'll uh, it'll make the trilogy complete sort of more so than it was before um I'm also with a publishing company called Cranthorpe Milner and they took on my first children's picture book last year which is called It's a Long Way to the Moon. Um, I will talk about it more. I think to begin with, um, being that this is called Dead Men Talk and it is sort of under the banner of Dead Men's Tales, I'm going to concentrate more on my, my my horror stuff, my sort of darker supernatural stuff rather than my children's book. Um, there is a wider audience out there for my children's book. It's been probably, it's been better received. I've had um, I've had more interest in that book already. Um, but I will talk about it more. Uh, if you if your parents out there and you 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 like sort of rhyming picture books like the likes of uh, Julia Donaldson and um, you know sort of warm kind of tales like Eric Carle can tell, then hopefully you might like my book. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, it's a long way to the moon. It's on Amazon and Waterstones. Um, so they've done wonderful things with that book. The the illustrations. Uh, I've got to give a shout out to the illustrator Greg Carter he's done an amazing job absolutely nailed between them they nailed the vision that I had for that book um, so anyway back to where I was so even though I'm with uh, with two other publishing companies I still wanted I had some ideas going around my head um, I wanted still the freedom of releasing my own stuff but I really like the idea of having a banner to release them under rather than just my name something I can grow as a brand um, so Dead Men's Tales is or Dead Men Talk is just another part of this brand for me it's it's, it's hopefully going to help me reach the wider audience who probably don't know about my work or about the publisher it's still only me at the moment um, I am hoping down the line being able to take on other um, other work maybe um, for other authors who who again write similar kind of things who need who who are looking for somewhere suited to to have their books released under i'd love to i'd love to actually release other people's work one day um i had two novellas that i had written that were um they're called black gang and house of courtney they were made up of they were novellas made up of smaller like shorter stories that i put together under with a, of a common thread so I, I put I put them in into a they each had their their own book um, three short stories in each told against the backdrop of a fourth story I love the concept of doing that um, I I didn't really know what to do with them creatively when I took them away from my last publisher so I decided I, I had this vision of putting them together as one book I had to make some tweaks I had to sort of cut bits out and, and rewrite sort of a new backstory to go behind it but that is where last September Dead Men's Tales Publishing came to life when I released my first book under them, um, under under Dead Men's Tales, which is uh, A Necessary End. And that brought together a lot of the material that was in Black Gang and House of Courtney, but gave it a new lease of life, a new direction. Um, so yeah, you can check that out. So all my books, if you wanted to um, pop my name into Amazon, Chris Tetrault-Blay, that is T-E-T-R-E-A-U-L-T hyphen B-L-A-Y, how many times I think I'll spell that over the course of the podcast. If you were to search for me on Amazon, you'll see all my books that are on there available at the moment, They're available in uh, ebook. The only book of mine that's not available as an ebook is my children's picture book, It's a Long Way to the Moon, but all of my horror 
uh, books are available as an ebook or in paperback. You'll see a necessary end up there. That is um, so far the only title that's been released under Dead Men's Tales, but later this month, actually, when this podcast goes out, um, which I am aiming this to go out, release date on the 26th of May. So if I fashion this next statement to that time, then in three days' time, on Friday the 29th of May, the second title will be released, which is called Poison in the Well. Um, this was... I'll go into more detail again. I've got a show put aside for um, to discuss the new series um, that I'm putting together, which is World of More Resurrection. It'll be a series of books. It won't just be a trilogy. It'll be a series of novella-length books. And... I was trying to write Poison in the Well as a full novel. I had half of it down and I've really struggled for writing time recently, sort of in the last year or so. So I've decided to put out what I had and saw a perfect opportunity, inspired actually by uh, my good friend David McCaffrey, something that he did with his books, which I thought was genius, is is releasing a, a book over several parts. So Poison in the Well will be two parts of the Wildermore Resurrection series. So the first part, Poison in the Well Part 1, will be out on the 29th of May. So when this podcast goes out, it's only a few days away. So you can pre-order on Amazon. Um, it'll be available only for the um, in ebook form to begin with. It'll be available for the Kindle um, exclusively for the first few months. And then I'll move on to... I'll, I'll um, look at wider distribution to other formats. Um I will eventually release them as paperbacks, but probably when the series is complete. That's my main aim, so that'll be a while yet. But uh, yeah, so by the end of May, there'll be two titles there under Dead Men's Tales and this podcast. So it's really, um, hopefully this podcast will help grow that brand and and make more people aware of it and um, draw them to my work, which obviously is, is my main aim, is to draw you all into my world so that you can come, you can listen to me talk about things that have gone on, reasons why my books became what they are, and hopefully go out there and um, and read them and join me in, in this little world that I've created for myself, which I don't escape to as much as I used to, or probably would like to. It's one of the reasons why I've started up a new Wildermore series, because I, I was going to be steadfast and leave the Wildermore apocalypse as a the only trilogy. Um, but I felt I needed to go back there. There was probably there was a great opportunity for me to continue the story. And um, what I've come to learn is when you've got ideas, write them down, never dismiss them. One day they'll come out and you can put them all together. And you may even have a, something you can call a book at the end of it. It's happened before, so that's what I'm hoping will happen with um, with Wildermore Resurrection, starting with Poison in the Well. Um, so I've waffled on a little bit. Um, that is me. I will waffle a little bit. Um, I do like to talk about. Um, I like to talk about things that that make me feel good, and writing is one of those. So I'll drift off point here and there. Um, it's not just writers that have influenced me. Um, I'm massively influenced by music. There's a lot of bands, a lot of artists out there, who I've drawn on lyrically, possibly um, more aware of lyrics in more recent years than I was when I was growing up and it's a lot of the lyrics a lot of the stories have come out from certain artists who I'll let you know more about along the way that have shaped some of the um, some of what has gone into my books 
so music is a massive influence obviously film is a massive influence I'm, I'm not massively into sport but along the way I have drawn on certain characters from certain walks of the sporting world um, there's a lot of me in what I write so hopefully I'll be able to either steer you in the right direction so that you can probably recognise where more of me lies than others in certain books or I'll let you make your minds up on that yourself um, so a couple of other things that I, I will probably try and put into podcasts um, will be a couple of regular features so I'll probably two things that I've got, I'd like to do is is, the, is is a form of this week I have been mostly for those of you who used to watch the far show I, I didn't I didn't watch the far show when it was first on I've come to discover certain bits of it through my wife over the years I still haven't sat down and watched it fully but I do remember the guy who used to come out of his shed and say this week I've been mostly or something along those lines so I'm so it's just just a little sort of you know one minute segment every time so I'll let you know just give you a flavor of what I've been doing that week apart from working my day job still rolls on at the moment um, apart from you know being a husband the father and uh, everything else that I can cram in in between um, but also I'm a, I'm a big I say a big fan of history I'm, I'm really into history but it really fascinates me sometimes when you get to certain dates and someone says well this on this day in history this year 500 years ago this happened so I'm going to have a little so a, a, a little sort of you know couple of minutes segment where I uh, where I do a, a this day in history I'll make it as fun as I can and find some really random stuff if I can I'm into random um, so that probably gives you a flavour of, of what to expect I hope you come back for episode 2 and beyond um, this episode was really just me letting you know who I am and saying hi this is my very long winded way of saying hi this is this is my first foray into the podcasting world I hope I do okay um, apologies if the first few episodes sound a bit ropey I sound a bit nervous I really don't know what I'm doing at the moment but hopefully it'll sound a lot more polished by the time I uh, I get to episode 4 or 5 or maybe 20, 25 we'll see um, but um, I'll, uh, I'll probably put out a couple of episodes close together and then it'll be a weekly one after that and um, yeah please you know if you do like it pop a subscribe on, on whatever platform you listen to me on tell your friends um yeah and just yeah hopefully just um get as many listeners as we can get as many readers you know even if it's just me talking to the same couple of people every week i don't care you know as long as there's people out there that are willing to listen um so in the meantime you can find me on social media um if you're on facebook i have um a page for dead man's tales publishing you can find me by the the short um the short tag at dmt books or if you just search for them dead men's tales publishing um, for those who are interested i have got a page as well for my children's picture book so you can either search for it's a long way to the moon or go to um, at little brown moth that's a little brown moth um, or you can um, find me at i've got a blog site as well the uh, the title is a little bit long but it is um house of courtney dot wix site i think i can't actually remember it i'll put the link in the in the notes i'm not even going to embarrass myself by putting out a false link i'll uh, i'll put the link in the in the show notes and links to my facebook pages and um and yeah check out poison in the well which um, by this point will be very close to release um only a few days away so um 
pre-order it or, or keep checking it out um, from 29th of May pick up your copy and then follow me on this journey into my world thank you for joining me for this first episode of Dead Men Talk and I will speak to you next time Oh, <laughs> <laughs>